right, we are live, we're rolling. JNA, how are you? I'm good. Good. Uh, hope everyone else is good. Living uh, living through the heat wave. Some places are getting over it. Left Hand Path Podcast, just so you guys know, we're here. <laughs> Episode <laughs> yeah. 46? I don't know. I think it is. Is it 46? Yeah, because I think it was 45. I think so. Week. Oh. Well, yeah. In the 40s. Yeah. Definitely not in real life, just in... No, just not, no, not even in real life. No. I know. I was like, "What?" I haven't thought about it. I was like, I am. I was like, no, no, we're not. actually not. But yes, uh, yeah. So we were rolling. Yeah. If there's one thing I've learned, it is that I am enough. If you guys won't get that joke, check out our other podcast. We uh, did a review on Barbie. Yeah. So yeah, and that that is up. And so. you are enough. Thank you. I try. I try to be enough. Yeah. Yep. But this week we wanted to make, <clears throat> excuse me, we want to make the episode Knuff. Uh, it's going to be stuck in my head for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, after hearing a random fan theory that made like a cartoon super dark, we decided that it would probably be fun to find out more kind of dark history, but also just kind of like fan theories, random facts regarding uh, like cartoons and shows. We found that there are many many dark truths or theories about lots of shows so we could very well be one that we go back to different choices yeah, yeah. like we could we could definitely like, pick out other ones i was like yeah i was like mine's more of a uh the dark twist one okay than the one you normally know okay so at least for me it was new might not be for you guys but for me it was new it I, probably I will didn't be really grow up with this story so it sometimes was new. yeah i mean sometimes there's way more depth or like sometimes directors or writers of any media, you know, uh, comic books, whatever the, whatever point they're trying to make or whatever they're trying to get across. Sometimes you can figure it out. And other times it's so convoluted or you, yeah, it's just, there's so much to it sometimes that without being told what it is from the director, like on the, remember like when you got DVDs and there was a commentary and yeah. stuff, Without being told, you'd be like, I never would have got this message, bro. Yeah. Like, I never would have understood this. Yeah. And that's kind of like this, too. Because mine, I wouldn't say, aren't dark as so much as just the potential to be like, oh, there could actually be more depth issues there that aren't as positive as this show tries to be. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would still consider dark. Yeah, because so, yeah. you normally, especially a lot of the kid ones, you thought, or not even kids, but just like stories... You thought were just innocent little yeah, stories. Yeah, and sometimes that's a point. Like yeah. the writers did that on purpose to make it a cute little fairy tale or whatever, and then you realize that's actually super dark, and it's about uh, child molestation or something. And you're yeah. like, oh, I didn't know Mr. Potato Head was about that or yeah. whatever. Like, whatever it is. Sometimes the people making it too, they're the ones who are all messed up that's on true. drugs making this show, and you're like, oh, is it has the best morals, and it's like, doesn't. It? It's true. <laughs> it does, but the people making it didn't have the best morals. <laughs> like like Pee Wee's Playhouse, R.I.P. Pee Wee. Yeah, yeah that's Pee-wee. sad. That's sad. That was sad. But yeah, we we will miss him. But yeah, all of them. It was, they were famously, like, high on cocaine, right, in all yeah. the episodes. And then you watch them, and you're like, of course you guys were high. Look at this. Yeah. Chairs talking, colors flying all over the place, yeah. like, making no Pirates. sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> but it was entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Ruben, uh, Paul, Paul Rubens, that's his name, who played Pee Wee. Like, he was, he was good in a bunch of stuff. He was great in uh, Buffy. I remember him from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, oh, not like the, the show. Movie. I was like, I didn't watch the movie. The movie was great. The movie had... Uh, Oh man, the main guy, I can't think of his name, who played the vampire. He was great too. But then uh Paul Rubens was his like psychic. And like yeah, he he had a great funny scene where he had to die and stuff. But it, okay. it was really good. I'm like, no. I but anyway, watch the show. So. Yeah. Anyway, R.I.P. bro. But yeah. But because we like to chat and uh we don't want every episode to be so long, we both just chose one to cover today. Yeah. So I will go into mine. I had to go with the incredible Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to sing it, but yeah. yes. <laughs> Here's a half show. Yeah. yeah. But they're great. Terrible. Grew up watching them. Love. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Grew up watching them. Cartoons somewhat, but movies 100%. Especially the original movies. The uh, TMNT, TMNT 2, Secret of the Ooze, TMNT 3. 
That's what it's called. Secret of Ooze? Secret of the Ooze. Oh. Yeah, it's the ooze that transformed them. It's all about the ooze. Yeah. Oh. I know you never saw them, but uh, yes. Yeah, it just sounds like, you know, like a bodily issue problem as a grown-up. I mean, it's, like, it's true. Like, I can't. Sometimes you get stuff. And I can't talk about so, it. And sometimes you're like, you get oh, stuff okay, where it's oozing and you're like, yo, I'm going to the doctor right now. I can't right now. I can't talk to you right now. I have the secret of the ooze, and I need to go. And you're like, okay, I'll Yo, talk to you I'm, later. I'm, I'm hooking up with that girl later. No, it's not oozing right now. I'm good. No, I'm good. It's, the, it's, no. It ain't it ain't oozing. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, uh, yeah, so I still think that this is along the lines of our show here on the left-hand side because it is, it's, it's everything just looking at it on dark or odd ways and you know a lot of times we do occult type stuff but i think this fits in line just fine i think so. and i think it's cool yeah. but yeah i love the ninja turtles still do mm-hmm. but yeah growing up and then the third one they travel to japan mm-hmm. feudal japan mm-hmm. but yeah if you somehow never heard of them let me give you a light breakdown teenage mutant ninja turtles team and t what they go by usually is uh American franchise created by comic book artist Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird originally in 1983. The franchise began as a comic book, uh, which Eastman and Laird conceived as a parody of elements popular in superhero comics at the time. The comic book follows four anthropomorphic turtle brothers trained in ninjutsu by evil New York City. Along with the supporting characters such as their rat Sensei Splinter, their human friends April O'Neil and Casey Jones. Side note right here, Casey Jones is one of my favorites. Loved Casey Jones, especially in the original movie when he was played by uh, uh, Elias Coteus. I think that's how he said it. Co- Coteus. I forget the actor's name. Mm. But he played Casey Jones in the original one. He was great. He was so fun. Oh. Yeah, he was He was great. He gets in a fight with Raphael in the park because he's trying to jump these guys who uh, they stole a woman's purse. And Raphael sees it and stops him. No. No, Casey Jones sees it first, I believe. Like, jumps out of a tree, stops him. Raphael shows up, finishes, and then Casey and Raphael get in a fight, and then they end up, he ends up running away. And then later, they're friends and, like, help each other, and they all go up against Shredder. Oh. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, Casey, Casey was great. I love Casey Jones. But, yes. Anyway, the TMNT brand has since expanded into multimedia franchise, including animated television series, live-action movies, video games, toys, and all kinds of merch. The franchise has undergone several reboots and adaptions over the years, with new versions of the series being pre- produced uh, periodically, which there's literally there's one coming out, what, in a month? Another one in theaters? Yeah, yeah. soon, yeah. Yeah, very, so very they soon. are still very active. The origin story of the TMNT varies depending on the fictional universe, but it typically involves the turtles being mutated into their current form by exposure to radioactive material. That's the oops. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The inspiration behind the TMNT characters came from various sources. The creators Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird drew inspiration from the comic books being published by Marvel and DC in the 1980s. They also took inspiration from Frank Miller's Daredevil run in the Marvel comics, which was very popular at the time. And the Turtles themselves were inspired by Dave Sims' Cerberus the Aardvark. The names of the Turtles were chosen from four of the creators' favorite Renaissance artists, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, and Raphael. Uh, Again, side note, Raphael is the best. Always the best. Raphael's greatest. I will fight you if you tell me wrong. That was <laughs> Ra- the red one, right? Yes. Raphael's great. Raphael and Casey Jones are my personal favorites. Because I went and found you that purple one. and um, Yes, you did. You were like, no. I yeah. was like, oh. I, I mean, Donatello's cool. Donatello's purple. Well, like, They're all oh. cool. They all have their own thing. But Raphael is my favorite. I was like, I, I, I know. You know, I was looking for the one holding the pizza, but then I realized they all eat pizza. <laughs> they all eat pizza. If you want to argue, um, Michelangelo would be the number one pizza, pizza, but they all eat pizza. Because I remember one was like, pizza, all the time, Mikey. so I thought that Mikey. was the pizza one until I realized he would be, they all eat pizza. Yeah, he would be second, though. Mm. Like, anybody who watched him, Michelangelo would be, yeah, 100% pizza, Donatello would be second. Okay. And then Leo and Raph are, like, you know, they like it too. But the two most excited, Mikey, number one, and then Donnie. Okay. But, yeah, so they've been around a long time. But what are some of the darker parts about these crime-fighting turtles? Mm -hmm. You might be surprised. Mm -hmm. Behind their fun-loving exterior lies a darker side with origins and a history shrouded in darkness, mystery, and a range of compelling fan theories. They were all jealous of each other. Maybe. I didn't really come across that. Oh, okay. Possibly. One was like, why does he get more pizza than me? They all seem 
Well, they never did over pizza. They all seem okay, though. Like, at least they never really addressed it, from what I remember, of their roles. Like, you knew Leo led them more than the other ones. Yeah. But they never really seemed to yell about it. Like, they didn't... I would think that'd be a dark secret. Like, you know, like, like boy bands. That's true. Like, you know, the Beyonce got more than the other ones. Excuse me. I am Justin Timberlake. I'm the front guy. more, like, you know, publicity and True, yeah. But I thought maybe that would be a dark one. No, not that I came across. They, They never really, they seemed to be okay. Like, Leo would say something or bring something to light and Mikey would be like, you're right. Like, like they would listen. Like they, they didn't. They was didn't he the older turtle? I mean, I know they're teenage, but yeah. was maybe I don't know. he was the older turtle? I actually don't know. Maybe, I don't know if it's ever been established their ages oh. or differences. Oh, it was like maybe he was like, oh well, he, you know. I would think they'd all be the he's... same age because they originally turtles, which means they're so all born they all the same brothers? age. Were they all brothers? Yeah. Yeah, they're oh, all brothers. They're all oh, okay. Yeah. They're the same litter, unless yeah. they start doing if turtles are in litters. Because they hatch out of eggs. Right? They do, but they lay multiple eggs, so, okay, it'd, be, so it's a litter? it'd be a, a. I thought litter are puppies and litter. Are I don't know if you call it a like, litter, but is it because it's eggs? Huh. I don't know. Like, what do chickens? They're like a batch. A batch. So maybe a batch of turtles. A batch of turtles. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is. Um, I don't know. Actually, if you guys know, let us know. I, we do not know clearly. I was like, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Left hand path podcast at gmail dot com. Let us know. So I was like, maybe or go to the Facebook group. Maybe to hatch out. Maybe and then... he's like, "Yo, I am seven seconds older than y'all. Yeah, I yeah, have life experience." Trying, yeah, they're right. like they're little dented shells, and they're like, it's possible. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I actually don't know. I don't know if it's ever been established their ages or who, what order they were in. I just thought because you mentioned that, I figured, oh, well, maybe that one was I, hatched first, and yeah, I don't know. They're like, ooh, they, when they opened their eyes and popped maybe. out, that's the first turtle when, they saw. Because you didn't, you didn't see that story, yeah. like that part. When Splinter found them, they were crawling in ooze. They were out. They, oh. There was no other turtles around. There's no parents. They were just four turtles there. Okay. Yeah, Splinter came across them. But, yeah, I don't know. Parents ditched them. But, it's true. But then again, turtles aren't really, like... With their parents when they're they kind of fend for themselves. They're yeah, like, they bury them in the. That's sand. why they got to hope that you make it the water. Yeah, they're like, yo, good luck, bro. And then yeah. uh, seagulls uh, eat like ninety five percent of them. <laughs> yeah. They do. They yeah. do that run on the beach. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and they just turtle run. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like previously said, Team NT were created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, who were independent comic book artists who initially conceived the idea as a parody. Um. They wished, uh, using Daredevil and the Bruce Lee movies, they wished to explore a grittier side of crime fighting. However, the Turtle Association with the radioactive mutagen ooze, their bizarre mutations, and their rat sensei splinter provide a decidedly dark backdrop to their more cheerful personalities. Mm-hmm. But digging into TMNT's history reveals some harrowing moments. Uh-oh. For instance, Splinter's evolution from a ninja master named Hamato Yoshi to a mutated rat seeking revenge on his nemesis, the Shredder, points to a possibly violent history for Splinter. Because depending how you look at it, um, well, it, it'll, it'll actually come up, but depending how you look at it, there's a couple different theory, like backstory ideas established for Splinter. Yeah. But there is a main one that it, it'll be in a minute. Okay. Additionally, the Turtles' dealings with the Foot Clan... An organized crime syndicate take us into a world of danger with stories of kidnappings, assassinations, and power struggles. Much of it is portrayed as relatively lighthearted and playful, but if this is real life, this is some serious, you know, big boy stuff mm. where these essential teenagers are mixing in with. Okay. That would be some very real world repercussions here mm. that, you know, it, that's too deep to address, but yeah. it would be, that's a fact nonetheless. Yeah. They're, they're, they're established immediately as a crime syndicate. All they do is rob people and, and exploit teens and use people. And, like, they're, they're not a good, you know, group. Yeah. Fan theories serve as a fascinating aspect to any franchise, and Team NT is no exception. Some that I found and liked. This one, the turtles and their psychological disorders. Okay. Like d- Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. like that. A dark... That would have been a good one. Yeah, we can, we could do that. Yeah. A dark theory proposes that the turtles may suffer from different psychological disorders caused by their isolation from society and their bizarre upbringing. Mm. Each turtle's unique personality could be seen as a manifestation of a distinct mental condition, shedding light on their often complex behaviors. There are various theories and discussions about the psychological disorders that the TMNT may have. Here are some of the theories and ideas that have been proposed. Leo, he would be uh, the, the one uh, for post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. Which is true. Like, 
in the movies and shows and all that, he's the one who contemplates more. He's always thinking more. He takes, when they kidnap a splinter, Leo takes it really hard. He's the first one to cry when he sees him in the fire and all this stuff. Like, Mm. there's definitely, you know, the deeper one there. Okay. Donnie, obsessive compulsive disorder and perfectionism. Donnie's the one who, he's the one who tried to give me with the sticks. And uh, he's the (laughs) one who, he's like, oh, you need something techie fixed? I could probably figure that out. And he's like, you know, fixing all that stuff and wants everything to work perfectly and all that. Mikey, that's the the most playful one, the one with the pizza, he would be attention deficit disorder, oh. which could very well make sense. He's yeah. more like, pizza, yeah, party, let's go, yeah. yeah, you run into the fight without like thinking as much about it. Okay. And then Raphael, he'd be uh, the manifestation of depression, anger management issues, and possibly substance abuse. Mm-hmm. And Raphael. Raphael is, he's the deeper one. He's the one, yeah, you guys are cool. I'm going to go up on the roof and be alone, you know, and he does that. And he, mm-hmm. he's like, mm. he, he takes it really hard when uh, one of the turtles gets taken or in trouble. He's the first one to be like, I'll go alone to get him and won't wait for them. Like, he's like, let's do this, you know. He's okay. he's a muscle. That's probably the reason why I like him so much. Oh, okay. But, yeah. depression. <laughs> Poor thing. Supposedly. Because he probably, uh, he probably, well. I don't know this turtle, but <laughs> but probably he puts that depression on himself because he keeps isolating himself. Maybe. Instead of letting the group help, he just takes it as a burden himself. He does. He puts everything on his like, own shoulders. You have others to help you. Uh-huh. So it's like, then of course you're going to be depressed because you keep thinking, I'm the only one who can save him. I'm the one who has to fix it. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So. Even okay. when, even when, that's how it meets Casey Jones, like in the movie, uh, he left the turtle. They were all... You know, they all had their first little fight, and they were all partying, dancing and stuff, uh, doing the little, <laughs> you know, and doing the dance down there, and eating pizza, and he goes up there in the rain all that to go to the movies alone, and he sees Critters, and he's like, what, what is this? How did they come up with this? It's kind of a joke, because Critters, but, yeah. yeah, and then that's how he sees Casey Jones, because he decided to go off alone and not party in the sewer with him. Okay. Yeah. But this theory could also possibly lead to another fan theory about their weapons. According to a fan theory, the TMNT's weapons hold a secret meaning that tells a story of family and a father's love for his sons. According to the fan theory, Splinter intentionally gave each turtle a weapon that opposes their respective personalities to teach them lessons. Here's how the theory explains the mismatch between turtles' personalities and their weapons. Raphael is the most hot-headed and violent of the turtles. So Splinter gave him the pair of size. I don't know if that's how you say it, but they're those two three-prong pokey things. things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A traditionally defensive weapon used in peacekeeping to teach him patience and discipline. Oh. Michelangelo is the most scatterbrained and playful of turtles, so Splinter gave him a pair of nunchucks, a weapon infamous for its complexity and ease of injuring the user mm-hmm. to teach him focus and to not take combat lightly. Okay. Donatello, the most intelligent and tech-savvy of the turtles, uh, Splinter gave him the bow staff, a simple wooden staff to teach him creativity and making do with what he has. Okay. Leonardo, the most ethical and heroic of the turtles, Splinter gave him the katana, the only bladed weapon of the four and the most lethal by default to teach him ultimately, despite his ideals, he may be forced to take lives to protect people and must never fight battles needlessly. Okay. So, if you couple that with a little darker of their past... Yeah. It's a lot more character development for yeah. him. It's like they weren't just like ran by and grabbed whatever was there. Yeah. It was like they yeah. was purposely thought They would of, be purposeful why they and had these things. Yeah, about. not only weapons, but based on themselves also, which yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Going from this into a possible darker creation theory, were they possibly evil assassins? Uh, oh, no. In the original comic book series... The turtles were depicted as assassins who went on vengeful killing rampage to take down their enemies. Oh. So in one fan theory, fans speculate that the turtles were specifically created as living weapons by a secret organization rather than mere products of circumstance. This idea explores the sinister implications behind the mutations and the potential motives from their creators. Okay. But, I mean, it's along the same lines, but one that makes a little more sense to me and still fits the assassin narrative here is that Splinter specifically raised them to be assassins for him. Oh, that makes more sense to me. Because he's old. 
Well, because of his past too. Oh, because he was a rat. And that's going to come up right now. <laughs> but because oh yeah, maybe he's a rat. just because he's literally a rat. You that's rat? true. No, okay. I actually didn't think of the fact that he's just a rat. But he's yeah, a rat. that's true. So he's sneaky, so he's like, what can I? And he's getting all viejito. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> yeah, what am true. I going to do to defend? So it's like, oh, I'm going to throw these turtles in the like, ooze. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's true. That's true. Separate them from their parents and throw them in the ooze, and they'd be like, oh, what happened? I'll save them. Yeah, and then. They would have somehow not know he did that though, because he found him in the ooze. Yeah, they, to... they're little; they don't know. He just went around the block, came back, and waited for them to have. I mean, it's true because they wouldn't be smart or any of that stuff yeah. before the ooze. Yeah. They would just be they turtles. They just be so... little turtles, so they don't know anything. They pick them up from it's the true. ooze, and you're like, "Oh no, I'll protect you and teach you the right way." It's true. Maybe and went yeah. off, and then here's some nunchucks and here's, <laughs> <laughs> here's like. Here's a stick. Yeah. You know, get to fighting. <laughs> yeah. That's true, maybe. Oh, no. Suspicious. <sighs> well, with a little bit more context, I think this fits and has the potential to actually be pretty dark. Okay. A quick snippet of Splinter for you. In the Team NT series, the turtles are raised by Splinter. Originally known as Hamato Yoshi, he was a human ninja who was transformed into a rat after being exposed to mutagen. Mm. After his transformation, Splinter took on the role of father figure to the four turtles and trained them in the art of ninjutsu. However, Splinter's backstory is explored in various iterations of the TMT franchise. That is not the one I'm familiar with the most. The one I'm most familiar with is that Splinter was a pet rat owned by Hamato Yoshi. Oh. After Yoshi was killed by Rokusaki, who is the Shredder, mm. Splinter escaped from his cage and found the four turtles in the sewer. He raised them as his own children and trained them in Ninjutsu. He learned Ninjutsu from watching, watching the master because yeah. he was in this cage all day and like in the movie it shows like the, the little rat all like practicing and throwing <laughs> arms and stuff it was so it was cute. pretty cheesy looking but it was funny <laughs> but that's the one i'm much more familiar with and all he was doing was soaking it in the whole time in his cage so wait when they like mutate or you know go out and fight are they like human size all the time or uh-huh. do they shrink no no they don't move turn? so the whole time they're, they're huge so <clears throat> that's why they go out what, at night so the, what about what about the rat he doesn't he, he stays, stays in the sewers no he's big too but, but he never he, goes out but how did he get big did he also he got the he, yeah the ooze oh okay they all got into the ooze okay, yeah. he didn't just find them in the ooze no was he was like, like he was down there in the sewer also you pretty much assume he was in the ooze and all that and he found them waddling in it and then took them oh okay yeah. so i'm gonna say how is this little rat practicing like jiu-jitsu well in and that then, story and, he yeah, is little I know, doing but i'm like it. okay yeah. and then all of a sudden he found later on he finds turtles yeah and he's like growing with them because i was like or are they shrinking the turtles yeah. shrink when they go down with him no. and i was like oh okay no they are human size all the time that how they address that is they're always a night. That's why ninjutsu find the shadows. Never let the public see you. Yeah. Uh, when they do go out, they have like you know like Indiana Jones hats, crunch coats, and they just kind of hull down and you know kind of you know you're not really gonna look at them. Yeah. But yeah, but in the movie, obviously people see them all the time. They're like, what was that? We guy wearing makeup or something? Like yeah. they they acknowledge <laughs> it, but they're like, what the hell was that thing? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Do they ever just like are like caught up in something bad and pop into the show? Popping the yeah oh they use it in fighting yeah it's like they you know like yeah like one of the guy in. was gonna like cut off Mikey's head and he's like yeah. in yeah. his shell and it swings by and then he yeah. pops back up and hits okay. him okay yeah that'd be still pretty they useful use the shell for fights you know or pop like in there. he'll he'll throw himself on the ground and yeah. spin on the yeah, shell spin. and and kick while yeah. he's spinning and stuff okay. yeah. yeah they use it yes okay uh, well to go off that one that you just said there is one other theory that I came across um, in the 2014 live action film. Splinter was shown to have been a lab rat used in experiments with mutagen. Oh. After the experiments, he escaped from the lab and found the turtles in the sewer. Okay. That's how he would have gotten it. Okay. He then raised them as his own, and you know, it's always he raised them in Egypt yeah, and all that. that was but yeah, this is just his backstory. I'm more familiar with the, the Hamada Yoshi, owner, he yeah. was the pet, but at least this would explain how he got it because he was a lab rat being tested on. Okay. So either way, if you came. If he came out of either history, he could very much be jaded and have a legit mental disorder or problems left. Yeah. Then you have this hard bend on revenge and come across four orphans that you see as a means of training to exact your revenge on who? Anybody you deem necessary, really? Like, that could get pretty dark real quick. Yeah. Like, so that, that assassin, you know, Nook, that, that, could be, that could be pretty legit. Yeah. I could very much see any of these being present there, even if they're never specifically addressed. Yeah. Because they're not. Yeah. Of course, it wouldn't be complete without some accusations of evil. 
course. There have been some claims that TMNT are satanic or evil, but these claims are not supported by any evidence at all. Okay. Some religious groups have criticized TMNT for promoting violence and occultism, but these criticisms are not unique to TMNT and have been leveled against uh, many other forms of popular media. While there are some references to demons in TNT, they are not present in any way that promotes Satanism or any religious belief. And I know, well, I don't know exactly what they're thinking, but I think I do. The, them referring to demons are always whatever they're against. The only actual instance I can remember off the top of my head anyway is in the third movie when they travel Japan. The people there, like given the time it's supposed to be set in and I don't know, the fact that they're giant ninja turtles yeah. <laughs> might cause some confusion and they refer to the turtles when they first see them as demons oh. in the movie. Okay. But it's quickly shot down by others and after helping the village they're redeemed from any more of that talk and they're seen as heroes. Okay. But the only thing I could think of when I read this was that they thought they were demons. But this is feudal Japan. It's a little village. Yeah. right? And they're like, demons! Because they're giant freaking turtles, bro. Yeah. So, so yeah. It Wait, like, what do have, you think? They have a lot of different, like, ghosties and spookies yeah. and stuff in, in, over there. So I, I could see how they would yeah. think. Like, oh. It made total this sense. This mutated A demon. Yeah. 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 Really, there's more of an argument to relate to right-hand path than left if you really want to draw connections. Mm-hmm. Because... They really show them trying to do good and fight good versus evil, all that. Yeah. Anyway, that's my breakdown of the possible dark origins of fan theories of the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, a little backstory of them, yeah. anyway. So, the next time you watch or read about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, remember conspiracies, dark moments, mysterious origins that give them the depth and complexity that they deserve. Mm-hmm. From their dark origins and troubling histories to, uh, you know, the fan theories, maybe these. Heroes in a Half Shell are not as straightforward as they seem to be. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I want to make sure to say Heroes in a Half Shell yeah. sometime. Yeah. Heroes in a Half Shell. Uh-huh. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, so I just, I thought the possible origins could make them a lot more complex, but also quite dark. Yeah, like, I was like, that sounds sad that they all had like disorders. And, it's possible. Like, where they came from, yep. like could have been like sad. Could have been bad, yeah. <laughs> like, and then they could have been raised turtles. as weapons yeah. to be used. I mean. Yeah. All of that could hold water. And then like, they, like, pacified it by giving them pizza. Yeah, right. And you're yeah. like, oh, it's my soothing blanket. Let's just eat pizza. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I never saw them eat anything else. Did they eat anything else? Every time uh, I saw them, they were always, like, eating pizza. Well, oh, well, like chips and stuff, like snacks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Food-wise, not a lot of food. They're not, like, walking around with, like, burgers, really, I don't yeah. remember. But, like, they would be eating chips, and they'd be eating... Other stuff. Even in the third one, though, when they traveled Japan, they didn't make pizza yet. No. It was like 1590, whatever the year was supposed yeah. to be. And Mikey tries to teach them how to do it. And he, he makes a super hard burnt thing that he ends up throwing like a frisbee. Oh, okay. But, like, even then, he's like, he, he really, he Mikey was the one who wanted to make pizza. pizza. Yeah. Even the other three weren't that preoccupied with it. Mikey yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really wanted to make pizza. But you see him eat chips and you see him eat snacks and stuff but if it's food that i wouldn't say is a snack it's pizza okay yeah. i was like because i always saw them just pizza i didn't but like i said i, I haven't seen any yeah. of them yeah and no it's pizza besides snacks it's pizza yeah i was like so, so i was like i just whenever they showed them they were always eating pizza or like oh it was cereal happy. oh cereal? yeah you'd see me cereal oh. milk and cereal that's true okay so you know kind of like teenage food yeah like you know they're teenagers. They're teenagers. yeah it was, it was teenager food but pizza by far ninety five percent of the time. They're like you're bugging, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I've only had eighteen pizzas to this <laughs> week, bro. <God. laughs> bugging, bro. On God, bro. I'm him. I'm him, bro. She. Yeah. yeah. It's all the turtles just oh, like over man. and over. Oh. The poor rat is I like. Could, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Go kill somebody. All right. I was like, get out of here. You know, go, go I do think something. There's danger down the street. Study. Go. go. Ten backflips now. Oh, Whenever he was mad, he would make him do backflips a lot. Oh, okay. So he'd be like, ten backflips. And then you just see him like, one, like kind of like burpees. And yeah. Two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, poor turtle. <laughs> um, well, oh, yeah. I, I went pick? with Hansel and Gretel. Oh, okay. And like. Um, so you went more like, like fairy tale. Is, yeah. Is that technically what that is? I think so. It's fairy tale? Fairy tale. Yeah. I thought it was like Mother Goose. Yeah, those are fairy tales, right? Yeah. But I thought they were also closer to like almost a nursery rhyme. I don't know. I don't know the difference between all of them. That's true. Together. I don't know either. Because Mother Goose had, maybe they were part of Mother Goose. I don't know. But they were in a whole separate little genre. Like Humpty Dumpty, I think, was part of 
the Mother Goose stories. And that'd be a nursery rhyme? I think they were just for children, so I thought they were part of nursery. There's Unless like the, there's a, the spoon and the the cow and that spoon, you know, up there in the sky. Yeah. And then there's like Grimm's fairy tales. And they yeah, specifically say fairy dark. tales. I know they are. Yeah, those but. are the darker ones. But and That's those, why I didn't want to do that here. Yeah. Like, those are too obvious. Everyone yeah. knows that. Also, the Grimm's, though, are the darker versions of, like, Mother Goose The other ones, right. But, I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. Either way. Either way. I went with Hansel and Gretel because okay. we all know the story of Hansel and Gretel. I don't yeah. know, if, like everyone, but like I remember that one from mm. books. You know, most time you yeah. most people heard it at some point. Yeah, it's so a yeah. Hansel and Gretel went into the woods. There's different versions. Yeah. Um, they were like either I remember thinking they were lost, and they went into the woods and got lost in there. But I think uh, they were abandoned. Oh. Okay, and they got lost. So. They go and they left like a little breadcrumb trail to be able to come back home because I think, I think the whole thing was the parent left them, huh. and you know they 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 end up coming back after they waited and try to find the trail, but the trail you know animals eat crumbs of bread so. Mm-hmm. They had no trail anymore and they wandered somewhere even further into the woods and that's when you see the gingerbread house, right. and the witch yeah. lives in it. And she eats children. And, you know, they're hungry, so they start eating parts of the house. Mm. And then I remember <clears throat> that she's like, oh, come in. I'll give you all kinds of cakes and desserts. And you can eat yeah. and um, sleep here and you won't be cold and wet. Wasn't that pretty good horror one just called Gretel? Yes. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And um, the kids went in there. And I think she tries fattening up the little boy, um, Gretel. Or would that be Hansel? No, it's Hansel. Hansel. Hansel's yeah, Hansel. the boy. Hansel's yeah. the boy. And uh, she fattens him up, and I know she puts him in a cage. Uh-huh. In the iron cage waiting to get chunky. And, get chunky. Yeah, and she keeps feeding him, and the little girl kind of is like, what am I going to do? I can't leave. I can't leave him here. So, like, um, the witch, I guess, had really bad eyesight. I remember that he he would stick his finger out or because the witch would say let me see your finger and she would feel his finger to see how fat it was and he kept the bone from a chicken that he (laughs) that he ate and he would stick out the bone (laughs) and she would feel that that bone and be like you're not yet so then (laughs) another two weeks would go by and she would ask again and she got tired of waiting so she's like you know i'll just eat them both i'll eat her too how'd she force feed him like, he doesn't have to eat at all. Right? Like, yeah, they're in cages. Okay. You're obviously not going to die from starvation. She's giving you way too much food. Yeah. If you control how much you eat, yeah. he doesn't, you don't have to get fatter. I don't know. Maybe he she just poked them. Maybe have, she, have like, like, like smacked them around in the hours. cage. Maybe she poked them with hot, the, the hot poker. To make sure you just kept eating? Yeah. Like, hey! Maybe. You know, I don't know. Because I'd be like, you can control yourself then and just be like, you don't have to get fatter. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't but know. Okay. But maybe she poked them with something. Maybe. I would if I was a witch and I was trying to eat you and you're not getting Yeah, fatter, if you're not doing what I want, I'm going to force you. Yeah. with something. And um, I've already taken you hostage. We're, we're, we're pointing over to yeah, no one's coming for you yeah. anyway. We're in the middle of the woods. Yeah, we're doing this now. And um, the witch at some point starts making, she's like, I'm going to make dinner, so I'm going to cook both of you. So... I'm going to start the oven. And she starts that oven and, you know, she keeps telling... Um, uh, Gretel, hey, could you check to see if it's hot enough yet? And Gretel, knowing that she was like, no, no, I'm going to peek in there. She's going to freaking shove me yeah. in there. She didn't look in there and she'd be like, I don't understand. I don't know. And she's like, oh my gosh, it's so annoying. And she opened it and said, like this. And you know, yeah. <laughs> and Gretel shoves the witch in Man. and that's how she dies, right? She, she thought kids at that time yeah. were annoying. Yeah. Kids at that time. Yeah. Have kids now. Yeah. You won't fatten them up. You will murder them yeah. within an hour of them being in your house. Like, that's it. Kick them back like, out of the She house. thought those kids were annoying. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, well, that that's the story, right? Like, also, um, okay, like, Hansel, uh, Gretel gets Hansel out. And while they were, like, trying to free each other, they find a vase that had money. And, like, coins or jewelry or something, valuables. And with that money, they go back, they find their way back home. And by that time, the dad was, like, still alive. And the stepmom had died or something. Because that's who the whole main idea was, like... Dad killed her. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, 
but she magically died. My kids magically disappeared. Yeah. All right. Which I just thought, I don't know. They're my kids, and I guess back then, like, I understand. I don't understand because the whole story is that you went and left them out there because you knew you couldn't take care of them. Why would I go back with treasure and money and it's whatever? True. Back to the parent that went and led me into the woods. Look, to do you leave want me. me now? If I pay you all this to keep me, will yeah. you keep me? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't know. But they did. It's they true. go back and dad's still alive. And he was like, always like guilty and feeling horrible for leaving his kids out there and stuff like that. It's like, uh, not that guilty that you never went back right. to search. So anyway, but that was the story. That's okay. the original story. This one. It was uh, like a like a spinoff, but similar that also was told. But it was the little boy and the wicked stepmother, and it's a Romanian tale. Oh, and this is a story I found online. All, all I think of real quick the the Hansel and Gretel was when they addressed that in Adam's family. Yeah, and she's like. The poor witch, after reading it, she's yeah. like, she did absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah. And these vile kids yeah. just push her in the oven for no reason yeah. or whatever. And, and all yeah. the kids are want to cry. And Morticia's just like, what a poor lady. Yeah. How do you think that feels, children? Yeah. Being burned alive. And they'll start crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just remember like she was like on the side of the yeah. witch. That was so funny. Yeah. But yeah. Because I think Hansel and Gretel, the... the main story like original one that i heard of i think that was german i think i think it is i think yeah. it's german but so okay this one's romanian but okay <clears throat> once upon a time there was a poor man who had a wife and two children a boy and a girl he was so poor that he possessed nothing in the world but the ashes on his hearth, hearth? is that how you say that hearth where yes, a hearth. hearth. Uh-huh. Um, uh, by the way, a hearth is like a fireplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Okay, I had to look it up. Um, his wife died, and after a time, he married another woman who was Canton curious and bad natured. Okay. Um, Canton curious. Um, uh, was just like a yeah, never bad heard attitude. She oh. was like a mean person. Okay. So, yeah. You're canting curious. Yeah, canting curious and bad-natured. Um, and from morning till evening, uh, as long as the day lasted, she gave the poor man no peace, but snarled and shouted at him. The woman said to him, Do away with these children. You cannot even keep me. How <laughs> how then can you keep all these mouths? It's like, well, don't eat so much. Right. You know, like, maybe make sure the kids eat first. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the poor man's... Stood her nagging for a long time, but then one night she quarreled so much that he promised her that he would take the children into the forest and leave them there. Oh, okay. He's like, okay, fine, okay. I guess. Uh, The two children were sitting in the corner, but held their peace and heard all that was going on. Can you imagine you're sitting there? Yeah. And your parent is like, we need to get rid of them. Preject. You're like, oh, like, okay. Um, yeah, you that I'm staring right at two feet away, we got to get rid of you. Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, the next day, the man, taking his axe upon his shoulder, called it to the children and said to them, come with me into the forest. I'm going to cut wood. The little children went with him, but before they left, the little girl filled her pocket with ashes from the hearth. And as she walked along, she dropped little bits of coal the way, uh, all the way that they were going through, that went through. After a time... They reached a very dense part of the forest where they could not see their way any longer. And there the man said to the children, Wait here for a while. I am going to cut wood yonder. Wood yonder. Wood yonder. When I have done, when I have done, I will come back and fetch you home and leave the children there in the thicket. Yeah, there in the thicket and he went away. Yeah, okay. Heavy hearted and returned home. No, he wasn't no heavy hearted. No. I feel so I feel so bad. bad. Oh, well, I'm just going to keep going. Well, the children. I am sad. Uh, yeah. Stop it, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. The children waited for a while and seeing that their father did not return, the girl knew what he had done. So they slept through the night in the forest and the next morning, taking her brother by the hand, she followed the trace of ashes which she had left on the road and thus came home to their own house so she came back right um when the stepmother saw them she did not know what to do with herself she went almost out of her mind with fury 
The husband, who was a weakling, tried to pacify her into endeavor. Into endeavor? Into endeavor? And endeavor? Yeah. Yeah. Endeavor. Into endeavor to get the children away by by one means or another. Mm. But he did not succeed. When the stepmother found that she could not do anything through her husband, she made up her mind that she herself would get rid of them. (laughs) Of course, she was like, fine then, you won't do anything. I got it. So one morning, when her husband had gone away, she took the little boy and without saying anything to anybody, she killed him and gave him to his sister to cut up (laughs) and prepare a meal for all of them. Quick and easy. What was she to do? If she had not to be killed like her brother, she had to do what her stepmother told her. And so she cut him up and cooked him ready for the meal, but she took the heart and hid it away in a hollow of a tree. When the stepmother asked her where the heart was, she said that a dog had come and taken it away. So that huh. darn dog. Right. Uh, in the evening, when the husband came, can you imagine chopping up your brother? I know. You're like, who's your dead you gotta brother? You got to really not care, man. And it's you like, are. but you're you're little and you're scared. <clears throat> yeah. So you're like, she's gonna chop me up too. And it's like, what what do I do? <laughs> That's horrible. Dog taking the heart. What is it? Rat race? Well, I was like, no, yeah. it didn't. I was like, you know, she hid it in the hollow. So, yeah. In the evening, when the husband came home, she brought she brought the broth with the meat for the husband to eat, and she sat down and ate of it, ate of it too, and so did the husband, not knowing that he was eating the flesh of his child. The little girl refused to eat it; she would not touch it. After they, well, yeah, it's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> after they had finished, she gathered up all the little bones and hid them in the hollow of the tree where she had put the heart. The next morning, out of that hollow of the tree, there came a little bird with dark feathers and sitting on the branch of a tree began to sing, Cuckoo! No. <laughs> uh, my sister has cooked me and my father has eaten me, but I am now a cuckoo and safe from my stepmother. When the stepmother, who happened to be near the tree, heard what the little bird was singing, in her fury and fright, she took a heavy lump of salt which lay near at hand and threw it at the cuckoo but instead of hitting it the lump fell down and her uh, fell down on her head and killed her on the spot and the little boy has remained a cuckoo to this very day okay and that was a story and i was like no (laughs) the kids get away and the one i remember get away yeah this one no it's like they had the same story that you know the parents uh, they had a stepmother that both had a stepmother dad didn't seem to care he was just like they're better off out there than here with me because they're gonna Even die you, with me. You know that they're not gonna make it out there. Yeah, I was either. like they're little. Yeah, they, well, an animal is gonna eat them. Yeah. And then what if like I don't know, coyotes find them or yeah. something or wolves or something? You're, you're sending them into a terrain that is not feasible for them to survive. Yeah. If they do, I mean, it's crazy. Like you know, kudos for you, yeah. but. The probability ain't great. Yeah, but the stepmom would say like, hey, there's a better chance because someone might find them out there and feel bad for them and take them with them. I mean, yeah, they might. Yeah, but you don't know. You so don't it's know. like, you're like, oh, okay. You're just like, a week later, you're just like, huh, I wonder, wonder what happened to them. Yeah, wonder they're still wondering. Anyway, around. I'm going to go get a rabbit for dinner or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, maybe I'll see them out there. You just see him like staring, be like, uh, "Oh, they're still home out yet? there." Yeah. <laughs> no. Yo, pop. No. Can I come home or what? No, go, go away. Yeah. It's not me. <laughs> staring all dirty at yeah, him. Like, um, Eventually, no. the kid's just gonna turn feral and murder him. Yeah. Um. Like that's so sad. Mm. I was like, that was a sad story. Imagine reading that to your kid at night, as a fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of countries where the nursery rhymes and fairy tales they read. Are like way harsher. Well, it's because some like, of them are meant to, to teach you a lesson they and are. keep you scared. And some of them are like, ooh. Especially actually German ones. German ones are known yeah. for it. German ones are known to be like, be like rough. What's that? Flula? Uh, that one German guy. Flula something. We, we've seen him on like Jimmy Kimmel sometimes. And he's like, you remember? He's, he's the, yes, Jimmy, what? What is it, Jimmy? You know, he's got, he's got, you know, really anxious. I think whatever. so. It's yeah. Flula something. It's a really yeah. funny name. But he, he actually mentioned that. And now that I remember, he said something like that. He was like, he said, no, we don't have rhymes in German. We, ha- we have stories to scare you to be obedient or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. like that. But like, they're known for a lot of other countries besides here. Um, 
are known for much worse stories they read to kids. Yeah. And a lot of it is to, you know, scare them. Yeah, because, yeah, sure. you know, it would, it would keep Scare you. them, teach them a lesson, something along the lines mm-hmm. of learning something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were just saying, like, at least when the story were made and everything, it was, like, a time of really bad poverty. So, um, at that time, a lot of stuff happened, like, that was really bad. Like, people turned into ca- cannibalism. Oh. And they did eat their children, or they did cook, like, a spouse or something. Mm-hmm. And some war just dropped off in random places of the forest because mm-hmm. they're like, I can't feed you. So you're gone. You're I'm just gonna get rid of you because I can't feed you. So you go out there and try to like Good luck, buddy. Yeah. yeah. And if you do think of the movie Gretel? Gretel. Yeah. That's what happened. That's to her what happened. Too. She uh-huh. kicked her out. Yeah. And it was like, well, at least she was older, but like these kids still, normally yeah. aren't like past ten. These uh-huh. kids are still young, especially if you have to lead one by the hand because it's still small. Yeah, right. It's like it can't even Navigate for itself. Yeah. yeah. If it gets too cold, they're, they're gonna just die. Yeah, they're, they're not smart enough to there. know what to do. Yeah. They're not. They don't have blankets. <clears throat> they don't have like you know, clothing that yep. will be helping. I've seen winters. Survivor. Adults can't even make fire. <laughs> These yeah. kids are yeah. making fire. I was like, yeah. maybe back then, because kids were a little bit more well, yeah, useful, maybe. and they were. I guess even back in the little paper boys. The and survivability stuff, were, is actually better. Yeah, they, I guess. Yeah, I was like, they were a little more. What's it called when they're scrappy or strappy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, strappy. And they were like, you would see abandoned kids that they would run yeah. up and be like, "You have a job for me, sir. Yeah, I can help you sure. by buffing Let your shoes. Let me climb up that chimney. I sweep that thing clean. Yeah. yeah. And these kids that's were true. way younger, so maybe that that's why they kind of thought like I will put my money. Yeah. I mean, they'd survive more than if you threw one of the kids now. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I will put money on a ten-year-old surviving that. Sorry. Oh, sorry about that, everybody. Yeah. I will put money on a 10-year-old surviving that over a 16-year-old now. Yeah. I will put money on the 10-year-old of that time. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yep. So it's like... So, yeah. yeah. I was like, maybe if you did, like, think that way, they were more, like, savvy. So Uh I could see them making a fire more than I can see, like... Us making a fire at, yeah. at, at, at that age, like yeah. being eight years old and then being tossed out there to make a fire. I would not know how to make a fire because you have like, you know, yeah. where's the propane or where's like... I believe I know the matches. steps to do it if I had to try, but I've never done it. But I would try, but if I couldn't get it, I honestly wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> I was like, I know when we were like visiting Mexico and we mm-hmm. had to turn on the boiler. The boiler. That was horrifying yeah, was i was hard. like we were going through so many pieces just yeah. sitting there trying, trying to get, to it, get to light. it to light that's true and then my mom walked in and she was like what's wrong so we can't get the boiler and she's like it's like five seconds yeah you know fire i was like oh my gosh i almost like cinched my bro we've been here for like 20 minutes you did in like 10 seconds yeah anyways let me know when the water's hot yeah that's cool catch you later okay yeah i remember that too So like little kids back in the day you did see them running around with their trying to find little odd jobs and stuff, like, which is so sad because they're little kids. Yeah, they're trying. You know, so they didn't yeah. have a childhood. They really didn't. A lot of them didn't. Like no. even 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 like not that old, but like through the Great Depression and all that. Yeah. Like they they all try to work. They yeah. all, you know, made you grow up quick. Yeah, yeah. Like they didn't that's why there's those meme jokes of like the, you see the old pictures of like ten year olds during the Great Depression, yeah. and they're like, "Who's that forty year old little guy?" Because yeah, <laughs> their like, faces look all old. <laughs> They look like they've gone through so much life yeah. already, and they were they were still dressed way better. Yeah, than they were we nicely dressed. All they had was they maybe have all the layers. They had like soot on it their just might, faces. It's just dirty, a little yeah. dirty or, or whatever. The outfit might be dirty, yeah. but the, you have the vest, you yeah. have the shirt. You, they're dressed now. Yeah. They already had faces like parents in the seventies. Whenever I yeah. see parents in the seventies yeah. with the like you know the cigarette or the cigar or uh-huh. the paper, and they're already like, "What you say you want?" You're like, "I want the new color TV," and it's like, "No." Like, who are we, the Rockefellers? You're not getting no color, <laughs> yeah, you know, TV. color TV. They already look like that. You know, we got, like... we got radio. Have fun listening. Yeah. Use your imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. they already look like that. And yeah, I get True. it. They never had, like, their picture taken. So they're half of the time they're confused. It was like, actually surprising, too, yeah. So they were like, oh, so that's why they have those expressions. Yeah. But, like, 
they oh, didn't so they sad. didn't really think or know to smile. Yeah, and no one's like, telling them. They're just yeah. like, "Hey, we're taking a picture," and they they literally just looked. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they they look like they had been through life yeah, way more already. already. They're yeah. looking at you like you have failed them. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. They're you. tired from working their 16-hour day yeah. already. Yeah. And then now they're out there trying to get another job. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, I'm looking for more jobs. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got eight hours left in this day. I got, I'll get like 40 minutes sleep. I'm good. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Where's my, my potato? That's all I need. Uh-huh. Give me my yeah. potato and I'm off. So, Leave it raw. It's all right. I'll chop. I'll chop on that. Yeah. 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 Y'all gotta. Uh, oh man, what do you eat, Coraline? <laughs> you know. Uh, turn up. Turn up. Yeah. yeah. Y'all gotta turn up. Let me just let me chew yeah. that bad boy. We'll go. <laughs> yeah. We're good. I'm good. Yeah. Yep. Ooh. What is that? An onion? I'll eat like an apple. Yeah. Let me get one. Yeah. Yep. I'm hungry. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah. Well, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, so I thought But a lot of countries sad. are known was, for darker stories. That was a, lot a darker of them. story then. Already that Hansel and Gretel, as a kid, that is kind of dark because it you're is. like, hey, don't wander off. Don't go yep. talking to strangers. It has don't like, blah, blah, blah. yeah, stranger whole thing, uh, getting lost, hungry, yeah. uh, put in cages, mm-hmm. adult you can't trust, yeah. murder. Yeah, so like, like they have all kinds yeah. of that. And then you're like, but they got <clears> treasure <throat> and they went back home. And you're like, yeah. To the parents that abandon you that you don't think about. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't know Sweet. this. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'll welcome my kid back, too. If they bring gold back with them, I'm like, yeah. yes. I like, won't be hungry. I I've like, always loved you. You I'm going to forgive you? <laughs> I'm not going to forgive you. I'm yeah. like, I was out there. You didn't care if I lived or died. Sure. You just threw me out there. Yep. It's true. But, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked uh, yeah. the little darker fan theories I found for... Team in TE in your story. That's cool. Yeah. We should do more of these. Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll do we'll do random ones. Yeah. But yeah, well if you guys are still listening and made it this far, we do appreciate it. Yeah. Uh please like, share, and subscribe. Again, if you do want to uh hear us still talk about movies like we did in the beginning and we kinda moved over to two ghosts at the movies, uh we'd appreciate it. That's the other show. And uh Barbie was this week. But either way, we're glad you came here. We hope you keep coming back. Like, share, and subscribe. And yeah, Facebook, same name, email or Gmail, same name, Left Hand Path Podcast. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, till next time, stay in the Left Hand Path, everybody. Bye.